In last week's episode, our heroes found the magical Tuterpica bear, the other one, not the twiggly one. Then, on their way to James Hackett's foreboding tower, they came across a bagman who they fought and then made friends with. I wonder what'll happen next in this maybe last episode of Folk and Fantasy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Folk and Fantasy, an improvised podcast with extremely heavy 5th edition D&D elements. If this is your first episode, you done goofed up, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. They done uh, goofed up. They done yeah. did goof. They did, 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 did goof. goof. This this is our last episode of this campaign. Oh. Listeners, grab your popcorn, pull up a chair. This is and and the tissues and the grab those tissues because this is the last time you'll ever hear not our voices, but Twiggly Sean and Storm, unless <laughs> we randomly bring them back. Which is very possible. You know, for funsies. <laughs> Listen, uh, from what I understand, the highest honor a DM can give a player is that your character at the end of the last campaign is now an NPC in the future campaign. <gasps> oh, yeah. I love that. I'm down for that. Maybe. Anyway, while I introduce everybody, over there we've got Chase. Hi, guys. It's me. Uh, Chase. I still can't count. It is true. <laughs> Over there, we have Shelby. Hello. I got to see Chase today, so my day was better than yours. Oh, uh, that's fair. And then we have Aaron. Hello. For my intro, I would like to read a very short text conversation I had with my mother 20 minutes ago. Here it is. My mom. I'm blitzed. Me. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? My mom. I'm driving with focus turned on. I'll see your message when I get where I'm going. If it's urgent, text urgent. Otherwise, I'm in driving mode. Edith, what's going on? What's happening? Is that it? Yeah, it was very short. She has not responded to me since. That's not really a conversation. <laughs> so it makes it all the more terrifying. I'm blitzed. <laughs> I immediately responded, uh, 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 excuse me, and then it immediately came back and... Uh, I'm in driving mode and will not see this until way later. <laughs> oh, God. Guess what's new with me? What is new what? with Shelby? I currently have contacts on my eyeballs. Ooh. I got contacts today. And wow. they're on my eyeballs. How's it feel? It feels good. I kept going to adjust my glasses and realizing they weren't there. And then I was like, have I been adjusting my glasses when I didn't need to? Like, is that was that just like a thing a I did? A nervous tick? Um, uh, it, and turns out, yes. Yes. <laughs> also, I can't stop thinking how there are things suction cupped to my pupils. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a weird. It's a hell of a feeling, isn't it? It's weird, but I enjoy it. Shelby, I'd really like you to commit to the bit of always adjusting your glasses that are not on your face. I'd love that oh, if you made so that a, a full character quirk of yours. <laughs> it, You know, maybe amongst friends, but I was at work in a professional setting and kept going to like adjust my glasses. And then I just looked <laughs> like a fool when I almost stabbed myself in the eye. <laughs> also, I was uh, training some new people I had never met. 
And I had to say, just so you guys know, an hour ago I had got contacts for the first time. So if I'm like blinking a lot, I apologize. <laughs> I'm not normally <laughs> like this. I'm blinking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that, does, that does make the the act of training on horses a lot more intimidating if the person is just constantly like mm-hmm. blinking wildly like you have to put the saddle on right if you don't put the saddle on like this the horses get very upset <laughs> all the while blinking wildly <laughs> yeah. i gave you a gentle horse i promise and they're like nice i've horse, never done this right. before nice horse i don't know why it became like yeah, I have that accent when I blink a lot. I mean, obviously. Can I ask a question? Yeah. How long did it take before you stopped hearing yourself blink? You just hear... <laughs> uh, that... What? D- or did, yeah, or you, did you not notice that until just now when Peter told you about it? Yeah. I'm not hearing... Do you hear yourself blink? I'm blinking so much right now and I hear nothing. I'm like about to pass out or fly away. Lashes that flutter so much that they're like butterflies and they lift you like at least one inch off of the ground. Okay, so the doctor taught me how to do it. His way wasn't really working for me. So his little like receptionist, uh, she had to do a a training session with me before I could leave Mm -hmm. about how to put on and take out the contacts. And there was a girl sitting next to her who was just like staring at me while I did this, which made it so much harder. Um... That's to, fair. you know, poke myself in the eye. <laughs> but she then she told me that she once had a, a patron come in and when they put their contacts in, they like rested it at the bottom of their eye, sticking outwards, and then they like flipped their head back so it basically <laughs> shot into their eyeball. And that's, oh, that's just so how funny. they put it on. Hey, if it works. Wait, but wait. how do you discover <laughs> that like Hey, they they just pretended to take a shot. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and sh- they just, bam, whipped it into their eyeball. And I was like, that seems so much worse. <laughs> it's also like high velocity coming right at your eyeball. <laughs> I don't know. You know, your other option is you could pull your lower eyelid forward and kind of drop it in like a coin slot and then <laughs> let go. And the elastic just kind of... <laughs> Right back in your eye. I asked the the girl that was training me. She was like, you know, you can like pinch the contact out or you can like drag it to the bottom and bring it out. And I was like, what if it goes under my eye and to the back of my eye and into my brain? And as a biologist, I know. (laughs) I know that that wouldn't happen. But also, could it happen? And she was like, no, that would that couldn't happen. I was like. But do you know that for sure? But have you tried? <laughs> have you experimented? I'm, I'm so scared my contact's gonna slip it to the back of my eye. Look, I just want to see my brain. I want to know if it's okay. Is there anything so wrong with that? I just want to know that it is gray and squish. That reminds me. I feel like I've told each of you individually this story, but I haven't told it on the podcast. Uh, so bear with me as I tell... Uh, you have our... a bear with you? Wrong! I'm a bear! All right, please continue. Bear with me as uh, I tell the story of getting my wedding ring resized. Uh, uh, me and Shelby are getting married next month, and we are using uh, some family heirloom rings. And I brought 
it in to get resized to my finger. And I've never worn a ring before, so I'm going in thinking the ring is uh, too small because it goes on and it doesn't come off. But apparently that's what it's supposed to do. But before I know that, this woman at this uh, uh, jeweler, I come in and I say, I need to get this ring resized. And she takes a long pause and she looks like Rita Skeeter from Harry Potter, <laughs> but 80 years old and only three teeth in her mouth. That's what this woman looks like. And she pauses for a long time and I can tell that she's choosing her words and she goes, I, so it, the wedding's in a couple of months. Are you sure you don't want to wait? You know, in case you want to lose weight. And I was like, Jesus, that's so mean. And, but I was like, uh, no, I think we're good. <laughs> and she's like, are you sure? Because any fluctuation and you might be in trouble. And I was like, no, lady, I think I'm fine. And she just keeps commenting on my weight and then calls somebody <laughs> uh, else. Yeah. I was about to add in here. Aaron is kind of an anomaly in our family because he is a gosh dang beanpole. He is a small boy. Compared to the rest of us. He's not a large boy. He's been the same size since he was twelve. Yeah, like that's that's not fully true, but uh, no, it's uh, pretty much I'm, true. I'm, I'm not a large man, mm -mm. and this lady just keeps commenting about like if you want to lose weight, maybe you should lose weight. <laughs> and she calls someone in for a second opinion, and the guy tells me about how with this type of ring and with engravement, like it's not a great idea to to try to resize it, and it's uh, uh a little dangerous and could mess things up and he was like it is a little big on you and at that point i'm going oh then we have no issue if you think it's a little big and i'm going it's too small we're fine but he it was like but i i think it's the perfect fit i might change i might have changed it a little bit in a perfect world but with everything going on i think really this is pretty good and and I think you'll be very happy for a long time. And then this woman butts in, gets really close to me, grabs my hand and goes, but what you can do is you can grab like a two by four, you know, something that won't obviously bruise and just smack your hand so that it swells up and is all nice, you know, for pictures. And she's like three inches away from my face talking about how I can abuse myself to make my hands swell up because I am still not the right weight in her mind. And I'm looking at her going, I am fascinated by you. <laughs> I need Hollywood to give me your villain origin story because I just want to know how you got here. You and will be an improv character for me in the future for sure. <laughs> I'm going to come back to you. I started to leave the store, and as I was leaving, she was like, all right, so just be sure to stay that exact same size for the rest of your life. And I was like, my <laughs> God, lady. <laughs> so Shelby oh. talking about the the uh, contact shooting back into her brain made me think of, like, just grab a two-by-four and smack your hand. Smack your hand with it. You know, so it won't obviously for bruise. Pictures. For pictures. For pictures. pictures. So if we ever post a, a wedding picture and you see that my hand is in a cast, know that I just grabbed too big of a board or it didn't get the pictures. nail out. Just like a, a, a swelled up purple hand with a very nicely snug fitting ring <laughs> right on it. Yeah, as long as the ring is fitting on there, you know. I, 
I, here's the thing. I know I'm in the party, so uh, for for like wedding pictures, I might might just sneak a two by four in there just for funsies. <laughs> <laughs> the the photographer is like, all right, now bride and groom over here, and Peter just sneaks up behind me, Whoa, bam, and he'll be He's like, like, it's for the later. pictures. Ring fit. It's for the pictures. Hey guys, you want to play some D and D? Yeah. Our heroes, Twiggly Bushberry, Storm on the Horizon, and Chan Kosa stand at the base of what was the reinforced castle of the ruler of the island Tuturpica proper. Now currently taken over by the evil, no-good villain James Hackett, an accursed ghost with illusions of godhood. But our heroes also hold the keys to said godhood, which only by defeating Hackett will complete the passage. Important as the current pantheon is nearly missing one, causing the world itself to rot like a tooth with that gap open, and Hackett would surely shirk his duties to completing the world. Will our heroes be triumphant? Will the world continue to hurt without a true god of adventures? Have our heroes figured out a way to divert Hackett's ability to kill with a word? Let's find out. Hey guys. The narration said so, made a really good point. Do we have something to divert his power to kill with the word? Absolutely uh, yeah. not. Oh, oh, you do? Yeah. God oh. bless you, Storm. It would have been so embarrassing <laughs> if he gave us that heads up a couple weeks ago and we came in. Yeah, no. Nothing. Yeah, no. I uh, I can cast <laughs> silence as a cleric, so okay. I learned it. Oh. oh. And you know the, like, two weeks it took us to get to the island? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I learned okay. it then. Okay, so oh, I don't shit. need the nice. duct tape. I, I mean, keep the duct tape. Keep the duct tape. I, I have this duct tape. I didn't know if it would work on ghosty boys, but I brought it. It makes a fun noise. Hey, worth a shot. Backup plan, duct tape. Are we, are we ready, guys? Let's fucking do this, boys. Let's fucking do this. Storm's what? like jogging in place and shaking her hands like to like loosen it up. Like getting oof, we're getting ready. We're getting ready. We're gonna do it. And, and Twiggly is hyperventilating in a paper bag. John is trying to steal the rock from Pickle again. <laughs> <laughs> we're not on the boat. Ah oh, shit. Daydreaming about it. Very unsuccessful. So we have to climb some stairs. Um as you enter the uh, precipice of this castle, you can see a large slew of ghost pirates currently all just kind of hanging around. They don't look aggressive. They more or less look sad. Do they not have loitering laws here? Actually, there's a sign right there that says, please loiter, we encourage it. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> I'm just an asshole. There's also a sign that says, please litter. But also a sign that says, please recycle. So, like, pick a lane, you know? Honestly. Oh, but they don't like soliciting, apparently. See that one there? No soliciting? I agree with them on that one. I mean, that's fair, yeah. Do do we recognize the ghosty boys? Make an investigation check. Oh, that was a natural four. I think I'm at a zero for investigation. Mm -hmm. They look like uh, standard pirates. However, a voice chimes in behind you and goes, some of them are residents. And as you turn around, you see once again, 
currently cloaked face of new face Sammy. What are you doing? Well, um, I'm kind of at a very strange intersection here. Because I'm feeling what they're all feeling. And he gestures to all the other ghosts. Constipated? Hmm. Well, when you're a ghost, you can't poop. So, yes. <laughs> Sucks. But, but more or less, it's a strange feeling them seeing you. Because they can either... It should be noted that anyone who has been killed by Hackett in this instance is in general conscripted by him. They're all bound by him and the deals that he made. That's bullshit, man. Indeed. For honestly, we didn't even know about it. Okay. And? Doesn't, well, doesn't <laughs> Hell have like a defense lawyer that can be like, hey, Asmodeus, like, you did not. They did not sign nothing. They are purposefully bad, from what I hear. I've never been there, but uh, my point, my point, the reason that I walked in here, they're upset and sad and depressed simply due to the fact that it's either they go to hell or they watch the world rot for all eternity. Mm. So the options aren't great is what you're saying. The options aren't great. I see. Okay. Yeah. However... On a condition, I, New Face Sammy, am willing to help you in some way. What's the condition? Should you be triumphant, whoever it is that obtains the identity of God, I know you can't change the deal that was made, but could you put in like a nice word? For Asmodeus or something like that? For me, uh, you can say, put in a nice word for anyone uh, just in general, like, I don't want to become, what are they called, lemurs? Yeah. I would rather not become one of that. I'd rather be myself. Like, heck, I wouldn't mind being, like, I don't know, dressed up like a maid and forced to clean stuff. I wouldn't mind that at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I will, uh, actually, like, live out one of my, uh, fantasies of, uh... Man, just do it. Well, it's kind of a tricky thing to do when you, when you're in the position that I am in. You just kind of hear hear this sort of thing. Anyway, um yeah, anyway. <laughs> Listen, you keep saying put in a good word. I don't know what the fuck that means. Like it's what, just what tell us what good you've done. Oof. Ooh, also, good why do you yeah. think we have any poll with Amadeus? Asmodeus. We do have pole with. The dude fucking loves us. Oh, I I helped you out. That's a good thing, right? But what are we supposed to do with it? You keep saying put in a good word. What does that mean? Like we're just supposed to go up to Asmodeus and be like, hey, those guys be nice to them. That's what Nicer. There's that's a hard thing to ask them to do, but I'm sure you have some sort of pull, maybe, especially when you pass the celestial gate and become God. I don't know. I don't want to have this conversation right now. We have more important <laughs> things to do. Okay, but can I get can I get your word? Please. No. Oh. I'll pass good. judgment on you later. God damn, Storm. That, that's I'm sorry. A, no, that, no, that's like, a great line is what I'm saying. That was, that was it's pretty badass. badass, yeah. Thank you. Like, it was very rude to me, but I do have to admit that that was kind of cool. I'll yeah. pass judgment on you later. Oh, Fucking I got taking chills. off the gloves, Storm. 
<laughs> I got chills from that. Okay. Well, we 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 have places to be, people to see, you know. I'll say this if you if you help us, that won't hurt my opinion of you, no face. Ooh, that's yeah. No, if you if you help us out, then yeah, maybe I will feel like you're a good guy. But like I I just want to be honest. I don't know that putting in a good word will do anything. If anything, Asmodeus might be like, oh, 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 you want me to be nice to him? Fuck you guys. Hey, you, you're the you're the eternal whip boy. We're gonna whip you for eternity. <laughs> it was worth. It's worth a shot. And I'm not as selfish as other people. I will. I I will take that. Okay. I'll okay. take that. Yeah. No, we get that you're not as selfish as other people. What turning on your on your boss for an eternity to to try to get a good word in with the devil. We got you. We yeah. got you. All right, guys. This is it. And Twiggly pulls out yogurt and summons Leafly if he's not here yet. He he then says, all right, you aren't going to kill Hackett directly. You're going to have to find him. Did he hide parts of his soul in inanimate objects and also live creatures? Just one. Oh, that's convenient. Do we know which one? He keeps it on the ship. Do we have to go back to the ship? No. He currently rests his personal ship, the Black Wind, atop the castle. Oh, so damn. Guys, How'd we miss that? I guess we just burn everything on the ship. All right, we'll kill, we'll kill whatever's yeah, we'll, up there. We'll figure it out as we go. I, th- this is getting confusing for me. I'm just going to start swinging, you know? All right. And a uh, good word. Oh, my God. The more you talk about it, the less I want to put in a good word for you. Yeah. Hey, hey, read my fucking lips. I'll pass judgment on you later. Oh, my God, those words appearing on your lips like tattoos. Okay, creepy. bye. Okay, bye. Jesus. All right. I mean, saloon. As you begin your trek up toward the very top of the castle, you do recognize the occasional person like a denizen of Tutorpica proper who had passed from Hackett's disease uh currently sitting patiently upset sad any one of the crew that you tend to cross paths with either have an air of annoyance or they just look sad and depressed similar to everyone else the, you see a whole bunch of Duragar ghosts. They are always miserable. This is no different. But eventually, you come across a door that leads to the very top of the castle. And there it's an you elevator. see... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Ele- elevators in a fantasy game? Are you kidding me? Who would do that? Mm-hmm. Elden Ring, a Elden door Ring, that Elden leads Ring. straight to the top. <laughs> That's an elevator. Or a magical door. Or a ma- yeah. That's what an elevator is. <laughs> I go in it, and then all of a sudden, I'm on the top floor. Tell me it's not magic. We hop in and yeah, yeah, this is the music to kill a ghost god from. Guys, look at the look at the sign in the top corner. This elevator hasn't been checked in like a decade. Oh my god. Oh god, I hate that. Do we surpass the weight limit? 
No. Uh, well, who knows what the weight limit is if it hasn't been checked and gone through oh, the proper right. channels. But yeah, but even the old one's kind of like scratched off because okay. it's. Okay. Do we call Better Business Bureau or something? I don't know how this works. I think, let's do this well, first, yeah. but that's definitely on you our list. Kill the okay. packet, reestablish government in this land, and then mm -hmm. once the safety inspector department is up, then we let them know, hey, this elevator. Complete death trap, yeah. Okay. Top priority. Oh, hey, the doors are opening. And there you see it. The same spectral green ship that you had seen all the way back at Duagre, simply resting atop the very top of this castle. Is, is James! It... Fucking Hackett! <laughs> Aunt... James Ant fucker Hackett! There you go, that's the middle name. Get your ass out here so we can murder you! Who told you about the ant fucking... Oh god. Sounds like he's right next to us. You see the head of Hackett poke out from over the side of the boat, and he goes, Oh, it's you, Fox. What's up, bro? We're here to kill you. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's kind of why I waited here. Yeah, bring the pieces to me. That was really smart. No, come down here. Come here. No. Okay, yeah, you know what? You know what? Fine. Fine, I'm going to come down there. We're here to uh, ruin your day and make you sad. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, me too. Me too, except... Uh, by the by, that ha that ant was really hot. It was stop, a hot stop, ant. Stop. I don't want to hear Jesus. about it. <laughs> okay, was it like your size or was it ant size though? No, it was my size. Oh, it wasn't oh. like a it wasn't like an actual like like big giant ant. It was of the it well, was of the it was of the sexy ant people. Hold on, I didn't we, we speak need their to, language. We need to clarify this because your your body is like human size, but I know your penis is insect size. So like. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are we talking about when you say it was your size? Because I'm just picturing you slamming your cock down on a bug. First off, I can't really take off my clothes unless I'm a ghost. But honestly, I'm packing. Secondly... Oh, real convenient for um, you for not, not being able to drop trowel, you know? Yeah, yeah, look, look I, you wait, see him wait, fiddling wait, with his belt. can't get naked, then explain the Patrick Swayze movie to me, man. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Okay, okay. For real, Patrick Swayze just has a magic of his own. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. It's fair. That's fair. Uh, I forgot my second point. But she was a hot ant. It was a hot ant queen. Okay. All right. Enough talk about my massive schlong and uh, me. Dude, I'm ants. a female and my dick is bigger than yours. Dang. Ooh, I'm a halfling, and you know what? Twiggly's got a massive meat, my dude. <laughs> yeah, they've seen it. <laughs> they've seen it. Schlong for days, that one. It's well established. This halfling dick. Nothing half-sized about it. Anyway, come here. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already on the surface of the castle. Come here. You want me to come here? Yeah. Okay. Let's do this shit. Let's roll initiative. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is so this podcast that we decided to, uh, right before the final battle, make a whole bunch of dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I listened to the first episode today. Yeah. Uh, just for some throwback. And uh, it took us we about suck. seven minutes. 
It took us about seven minutes to make a dick joke, though. You were oh, welcome. Yeah. And who made it? <laughs> it was me. Of course it was. <sighs> I knew immediately. <laughs> I, I could tell by the way you were like, it took us like seven minutes. By us, I'm referring it took to myself. Me seven minutes. <laughs> 22. Um, black rolled a natural 20. Oh, nice. Black. Uh, for a total of. Um, his dexterity is plus three, so 23. So he's gonna go first. <laughs> yeah, Black, kick ass! Seven. Fourteen. Black is up first. That's Yay! hilarious! Guys, I'm so excited. You've come so far, buddy. Yeah. You um, deserve this. I really, okay. I really like this pep talk we're giving him, like, you you did it, bud. Go, go get him. <laughs> You, you came all first, this way. First swing. That's all on you. You disgusting little meat boy. Go. You got this. Fly, Black. Black is going to start off by casting his guardian on all of our friends here. Um, that's going to be 11 temporary health to all, right. all of us. And then he is going to cast... Eh, we're going to stick with Firebolt. I know all it right. won't do anything, but we're going to get it out of the way now. 19 to hit. 19 to hit, that'll hit. Oh. He hasn't stopped you yet about... About it not being... <laughs> I know, he's waiting until what? after I'm finished rolling. That would end up being a 14? 14. 14 points of damage? Yep. All right. Ow! Get it? <gasps> he's... Guys, he's, he's not immune to fire damage. What? Celebrate oh good time. Come, Come on. on. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> hey, Twiggly, it's not your turn. Oh, wait, you know what? Before that, uh, he's going to use a legendary action. No. Oh, can I roll portent? In my head, it was going to be my introduction was to roll portent, and then I had that text conversation with Mom that I felt needed gotcha. to get out there. Uh, Yeah, go ahead and use portent. I don't think you've used it. I haven't used... No, I haven't used it in, like, a dozen episodes that's a nine okay just so we're all aware all right go on with your legendary action piatter so straight up the whole area around everyone feels off and you guys don't know what he did twiggly it's now your turn uh so i will cast hunter's mark um all right and then twiggly is going to take two swipes with yogurt sword oh oh no what a terrible night to suddenly start getting real bad rolls. It's a 16 and a 22. 22 will hit. Uh, 19 damage. And then Leafly is going to unleash Incarnation for another hit. That's another 22. Uh, that'll hit. Uh, 18 damage. Uh, it is now Hackett's turn. The first thing that he is going to do is that you see his eyes flare toward Chan. And Chan, I need a wisdom saving throw from you. Um, that's an 11. At this stare, you feel your entire body just completely freeze and lock up. And you are paralyzed until the end of his next turn. Ugh. Par paralyzed meaning he can't talk either? Uh, I do believe that that is one of the stipulations for it. Let me see. Uh, paralyzed creature is incapacitated. 
um, which basically means that you can't take actions or reactions and mm -hmm. cannot move or speak. Uh, the creature automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. Attacks against the creature, creature have advantage. And any attacks that, the cre uh, that hits a creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. Fuck. But next up, he is going to take a f take his fist. And he is just going to straight up pimp slap you, Twiggly. Or at least try to make an effort for it. Um, that is a uh, 25 to hit. Yeah, that hits. If he's just punching me, I don't feel the need to to uh, uh, portent that. Until he deals a million damage in punching. So first of all, you're going to take 19 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then you are also going to be taking... 28 points of necrotic damage. I also now need you to make a constitution saving throw. Pete, how dare you make the big bad so big and bad? Mm-hmm. Oh, 14. You are now cursed, which basically means that while you are cursed, you cannot regain hit points. Okay. And that is his turn. John, you are paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to remind me. Yep. Well, now it's Storm's turn, then. This became much more intense much faster than I expected. Um, <laughs> I I mean, I should probably... I'm going to uh, cast Silence yeah. around him. I don't know. Okay, so he is the middle of my 20-foot sphere. Okay. He doesn't get to save or anything. It, he, it just happens. Oh, cool. So he can't make any sounds or anything. That's pretty cool. When all sound, after slapping uh, Twiggly and all sound is completely drained from the area, you just you just see him just kind of laugh to himself. And then his laughter goes silent, but he still keeps moving. And then you just see him mouth the words, what the fuck? <laughs> How do you like that, bitch? He tries to say something, but you can't hear him because he's been silenced. Uh, yeah, keep talking. Keep talking. I'm listening real closely. Don't be an asshole to my friends. Uh, so he's going to use a le another legendary action. And uh, Storm, I need you to... Well, you're going to be able to save on this. So go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw for me. <laughs> 25. You see that same glint in his eyes toward Chan. And an overwhelming sense of dread just seems to try to climb up it, up your body. But you soon steal yourself in such a way that you don't think you'd be afraid of this anymore. I, I flick him off. Nice try, bitch. He flips you off. I'm real aggressive today. I'm sorry. Actually, no, I'm not sorry. Yeah, this is the time to get aggressive. I don't know if I can talk in this zone of silence, but I don't. No, you can't. Twiggly seems to say something. And this is all in my mind. All in my mind, alone <laughs> with my thoughts. Fuck this guy, that hurt. I'm gonna punch him. It is now Black's turn. Yeah, at the top of the round. All right, we're gonna cast Protector again because I think we're all gonna fucking need it. Uh, that one's only ten temporary hit points. All right. Um, and he's gonna cast his Firebolt again. Um, that would be a seventeen. Seventeen will hit. That's going to be a sixteen. Nicely done. Thank you. I really appreciate it, God Peter. Twiggly, it is now your turn. 
Uh, Twiggly's gonna take two swipes with Yogurt Sword. Okay. Yes! Finally! You gave me this sword ten episodes ago, and this is... And it crits on 18, 19, and 20, and this is the first time I've rolled any of those. Alright. <laughs> the sword is finally doing things. So I, uh, that was a natural 19, and then the other one is a 24. That'll hit. I will do the, the crit first. So that's 34 damage. Wait, did I do that okay. right? Okay. Yeah, 34. So that's doubled to, to 68, and then the damage modifier is 10. So that's 78 damage from that hit. So here's what happens. As soon as you swipe through with this extremely mighty hit, you see the ghost of James Hackett poof into a pile of sand. And the sand seems to be carried on the wind back to the boat. And you just hear laughter and you just hear, you're going to have to try much better than that if you think you're going to kill me at this point. <laughs> All I got to do is regenerate and... Twi Twiggly turns to his friends. He has something to say and he can't. As you turn around, you see standing in the doorway is once again, new face Sammy and a much shorter ghost person you recognize this ghost person as honey blonde that's what i thought oh oh the two of them walk up and you see that honey blonde has a weird grappling hook of some sort that she just kind of gingerly hands to you to who uh who wants it um chan chan will take it okay that looks she like a gadget it. that's his deal Sammy begins to walk away, but then turns around and says, a good word, and then just leaves. Chan, Chan uh, nods knowingly. <laughs> you do? He wants he wants a good word put in for him. Oh. Twiggly's going to leave the, the zone of silence, like wherever that may be. Like he's just going to go until he can talk. You guys, the coffin, the package. I bet that's the oh thing that is. Oh my God. I bet that's You're the thing so that is right. Can you use the grappling hook to get up there, John? John grabs his grappling hook and he tries to. Is it a, is it a a shooty grappling hook or a throwy grappling hook? It's a throwy grappling hook. But the interesting thing about this is that the what would be the metal part of the grappling hook is ethereal, like you can't even touch it. However, the rope is physical. Okay, John swings the rope around his head. And and launches it up and tries to grapple onto the uh, the boat. All right, I'll just say that uh, you are able to do this. Nice. Um, John starts climbing up it. So here's the weird thing: as you're climbing up this rope, the, you have absolutely no purchase against the side of the ghastly ship. But as you continue climbing up it, the Scenery continues and starts to change. The ghastly ship that you were climbing up earlier starts to become more physical. You can wake out the wood grains of the boat as you are climbing it. The scenery, previously at the top of a castle, actually now looks like it is a boat in the middle of a maelstrom. Okay. Sean looks around for a second. Confused at the scenery change, but then keeps on climbing up. All right. Um, Black Black follows behind and is flying behind. Okay. I would also like to climb the rope, and I have a climbing speed. Can I just super jumpy boots? You can certainly try. 
can I like touch the rope and then just like fly up? <laughs> uh, you quickly learn that you have to be touching the rope in order to. Well, uh, I have a flying speed, so I'll just like. <laughs> it lo it looks like those guys that the like workout where it looks like they're walking upstairs as they're pulling themselves up on a pole like that's that kind oh, of thing okay. just like uh, uh, uh. twiggly just like walking up but he's flying so while chan struggles uh chan you suddenly feel a uh, kitty claws climbing up your back <laughs> and then uh twiggly uh basically just walking up you that's, this seems unfair but fine as you all get onto the, uh, as as you all get to the uh, surface of the boat, you see Hackett emerge from the hold underneath, and you've seen him in this uh, previously as an ethereal form, but now he is this mangled, rotting mess of a corpse, Ooh. shambling forward, and you can tell that he's smiling as he walks forward to the lot of you and says, it's not going to be this easy, is it? We are going to go ahead and just start at the very top of the round, Black. Um, Black is going to cast Protector again and hope for a big one. Okay. Um, actually, that was a big one. That would end up being 16? Sweet! That's huge. Uh, what does, Black, does Black want to do anything else? No, Black does okay. not. All right. Oh, no, wait, yes. Yes, Black does. He wants to cast Firebolt. What am I talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm assuming an 11 does not hit. An 11 does not hit. Okay. Twiggly, it is now your turn. Um, Can you describe what we're fighting a little bit more? I would like you to imagine a perfectly normal human-sized corpse. The clothes seem to be wrapped around him in such a way that they cling extremely close to its ex his extremely sallow skin. He looks like some effort was put into preserving him, but it was not a good job. Okay. That's why you can't you can't um go for that cheap mummification if you're going to go for the mummification <laughs> route, you really got to put the dough down, you know. Yeah. So Leafly is going to take two swipes with yogurt sword. Uh, let me ask, do I need to reposition Hunter's Mark? No. Okay. As soon as uh, you cause him to disappear previously, mm -hmm. like your Hunter's Mark jumped directly to the boat. Okay. So Leafly is going to take two swings against this mummy with yogurt. It's a 26 and a 29. Uh, both of those will hit. That's 41 damage in total from those two hits. All right. Um, Leafly's going to unleash Incarnation to make another attack. All right. It's a 23. That'll hit. And that's another 17 damage from that one. Um, so what I'd like to hap have happen now is while Leafly is making those attacks, Twiggly's going to switch over to his Poison Blade sword. Okay. If that, If you'll allow me. Sure. Um, and then Twiggly is going to action surge so that Twiggly can take two swings against this thing. All right. So that is a 24 and a dirty 20. Both of those will hit, but I need you to separate the poison damage from me. Okay. Um, 
Well, something I was going to do was I was going to use my bonus action here to force it to make a saving throw to see if it would get poisoned. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that it doesn't work. Okay. So does poison damage not... Like, do I not need to roll those d4 for poison damage? Don't roll the poison damage. Okay. Well, I guess we learned something. We grew as people, and Twiggly's mad. Uh, that 31 damage from those two attacks. Nicely done. His turn. First of all, actually, only of all, he is uh, going to look at Storm, and he is going to point a crooked finger at you and go, Die, you bitch! And then uh, I need you to roll me a constitution saving throw. Natural 20. Yay. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. All right. Well, you're still going to take I'm half so damage. Excited. Peter. What? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I get it. I get it. You do what you got to do, my, my man. I'm just All so right. excited I got a natural 20. <laughs> I might have cried if Storm died. Uh, You are going to take 22 points of necrotic damage. Okay. As uh, this absolutely violent beam of uh, sickness emerges from his finger. (laughs) And that is his turn. Chon. All right. Chon is going to get the ethereal grappling hook, put it in the end of his spell musket, and and (laughs) he's going to use catapult to fire it out. (laughs) <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, we're casting oh, that's this. Cool. We're casting this at third level. All right. Um. Ooh, that was good. Uh, I think that ends up being a twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one will hit. Okay, that is going to be a total of thirty-five damage. Thirty-five damage. Uh, the grappling hook pierces his skull, and he once again turns into a pile of dust. All right. Chan is going to cast create bonfire. Oh, wait, wait do do we see the um the coffin anywhere? No, not just, on deck. Damn. All right. And we're going to be we're going to stay stick in initiative for the remainder of this encounter. Shit. Okay, guys, I think we need to find the coffin. And Chan goes towards um like the captain's quarters where the captain's quarters would be on the boat. Okay. Are we going to oh we shouldn't split up. That wouldn't be good. Uh, I'm going to follow Chan. You w- you should have enough movement to open the door if you want, Storm. But you would it would require you to use your dash action on your turn. By the way, it's your turn. But he just disappeared into a pile? He just disappeared into a pile of sand. Okay. I then I'll yeah, I'll go to the ca- I'll dash to the captain's quarters to open the door and look in. All right. Uh as you look inside, um the captain's quarters is absolutely fantastic. Red overstuffed chairs are um, scattered around this room, specifically one that looks particularly comfortable behind a large wooden desk with intricate filigree put into the carvings of the desk. There is no coffin in here. Is not here, boys. Nothing? No. Shit. If it's my turn, can I still cast a spell? Uh, I told you that you would you would have you had to use your dash action to uh, get to this area, so only if it's a bonus, bonus action spell. 
Okay, uh, bonus action, Twiggly. Hmm. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on you, so you get plus two to your AC. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I should... Guys, I... It's the last episode. Like, wait. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Salune protect you, my son. Salune protect you. All right. Uh, Black. He's going to actually fly around the boat and see if he can look through any portholes and see any sign of the coffin through the portholes. Uh, make a perception check for Black. A Black check, if you will. A Black yes. check. I love it. So sad that we had to wait until the very end of the campaign to figure it out. <laughs> um, that ends up being a 17. 17. Through the portholes that you can see, that Black can see on the sides of the boat, you don't see much in the way of a coffin of any sort. Um, what you can see are cannons on one level in looking in the portholes. On another level, you can see like a large like living area um, with hammocks and a large cooking and like a large cooking area. And you can also see Hackett seemingly melding through the floorboards to climb up even further through it. Like he's coming up through floorboards from underneath yep. the boat? Yep. Um, Black reports this back to Chan telepathically. Twiggly, it is now your turn, and you can detect, like, after Hackett poofed, mm -hmm. you could detect that he was at the very, he was way down below. Through Hunter's Mark? Through Hunter's Mark, yeah, excuse me. Uh, I think Twiggly's gonna use that as a clue, and he's like, guys, I think it's down below. I think we gotta go down, down, down. He's here, he's down there. This is not my turn. Are you guys, well, you can, okay, well. <laughs> make it feel like i'm not still in your silence zone storm like that oh that is sorry something. yeah no yeah we'll go you you first <laughs> <laughs> so twiggly's is, is there like a a hatch or anything there is twiggly's gonna open that hatch and hop down all right there is a uh small stairwell and you can see that hackett is currently pulling himself through the floorboards with a with like a slight amount of resistance Keep him. yeah can, uh, <laughs> do i have enough movement that i could get to him and make some swipes mm, maybe if you use your super jumpy boots okay super jumpy boots so twiggly's gonna launch himself at at this guy <laughs> <laughs> wait no <laughs> yeah <laughs> That was me saying whack-a-mole multiple times in case I was too goddamn loud for it to come through clearly, ladies and gentlemen. It sounded like... <laughs> <laughs> I am going to use my martial adept feat to make this attack a pushing attack in the hopes that I can send him back down through the floorboards a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Get back in there, some whack-a-mole. Yeah. Um, oh, you that's why you said whack-a-mole. Oh my god, it all makes sense now. <laughs> Guess who feels a little stupid? Is it you? It's me. Um, so he needs to make a strength save. Ooh, yikes. Uh, that was 10. Yeah, that fails. 
So I get mm -hmm. another. Well, I guess I should see if these hit. Twenty two 23s. I rolled two 23s. Yeah. Both of those will hit. Uh, which one is the pushing attack? The first one. I don't know. There's okay. two 23s. <laughs> so I get to add a d6 to that damage as well. Only roll that one, please. Okay. So that is 25 damage. Uh, as you go, whack-a-mole, whack-a-mole, and just slam him. He goes, ah, and you just see his like hands like fly upward as you smack his head to go straight through the floorboard. So his head goes down and his hands go up? His head goes down, his hands go up, and then his hands follow with his head. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> it is now a layer action, because now you are within his layer. I need just Twiggly to roll me a constitution saving throw. 21. You succeed. You just hear whispers, like, emanating from the boards of the ship. And these words seem to almost try to rattle your very core. But you are able to shrug it off. I shudder. And now it's Hackett's turn. Uh, Hackett just slides up straight through, looking very sour. And he goes, that fucking hurt. And first of all, I need a wisdom saving throw from you. Oh, no. Which would be at advantage. Okay, so 17? 17 will succeed. Oh, boy. Um, you see him give that death glare one more time, and you just shake it off. I'd be not too late. Got nothing on my plate. That's what people say, eh? Are these the right lyrics? Oh, God. I'm just going to shake it off, shake it off. He's going to then give you a big old slap. Oh, but probably not with a, uh, do, 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 not with a 15. No. Didn't even have to port in that one. Chan, you are above deck, and you are close to the captain's quarters. And you just heard through floorboards, whack-a-mole, whack-a-mole, whack-a-mole. John is going to try his best to get down to the um, um, to the inside of the boat. Uh, yeah, I will uh, say that you are able to run further down into the boat, and you see Hackett and Twiggly having a bit of a uh, bit of a scuffle. John is going to cast good old Firebolt. All right, and that would be a twenty-one to hit. 21 will hit. All right, that is going to be a... Oh, that was really bad, actually. 16. Okay. Yeah, guys, my dice roller came up like all twos. Uh, bonus action? Um, Chan is going to do um, uh, Force Ballista. All right. That would be a 19 to hit. Uh, 19 will hit. Um, and that is 12 damage, and he gets pushed back by all five right. feet. So after getting pushed down through the floorboards, uh, he makes one swipe and he's just, he gets hit with a fireball and he goes, ow, what the? And then he gets blasted by a la laser that pushes him back. He's just like, Ugh. Storm, it is now your turn. Um, well, does it take a dash action to get down there with my friends? Yep. And I, can I see Hackett or did he get pushed under the boards? Uh, he didn't get pushed under the boards. He just got pushed back toward the front of the boat at this point. So you can see him. 
Yeah, you can see him. Spiritual weapon. All right. Form of. Oh, man. I want to do something. Something with some Ray's Mateus. Yeah, but I can't think of anything. I don't uh, know. My brain make just wants. A sexy ant. <laughs> <laughs> big sexy ant. I I honestly just kind of want it to be a big glowing spear and I want to chuck it at his head. Do it. <laughs> Is that bad? That's, no, that's it's not, not that bad. That's good. Okay. Feels very fitting. I know I want to do that to him. Oh, so. uh, before I roll it, Pete, I would. Can I? Can I do a bonus action at a higher level? Uh, uh, yeah, of course. Okay, I'm gonna do this at level four. Okay. That is a thirty-one. Oh. To hit. Yeah. All right, you hit. Oh snap! <laughs> uh, I gotta get my. I gotta get my d8s out. Why didn't I have them out already? <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. So if I'm casting at level four, it's level two, three, four. So I get three D8 because it's just a bonus action. It's just a bonus action, friends. It's not going to mm-hmm. be super duper. Okay. It's it's already been super duper. Don't you worry about it. 18 damage. All right. Top of the round, Black. Woo. You are outside of the boat. Um, Black tries to fly underneath the boat. Like all the way underneath? Isn't there a castle there? There is a swirling maelstrom going on right now. It's like you guys are out in the middle of the ocean at this point. Oh. So, like, underneath would be, is there water, or is it? are we floating in a maelstrom? Uh, it is, uh, there is water. John, di- or not John, Black dives under the water to All see right. if there's anything underneath the boat. Uh, make a strength check for Black. Uh, Black's fucking good at that. So, um, that's gonna be a 24. As you, uh, dive underneath the boat, you can see that the, um, absolutely slightly pristine outside of, uh, the boat that you had previously seen, Mm -hmm. you can see underneath the water that it is filled with rot and barnacles. Is stinky... It's stinky. It is leaving a trail of Stink lines. just rot in this strange maelstrom, uh, in this strange storm um, I'm there? behind the boat. No. <laughs> Come on, Shelby, please. <laughs> what do you mean, Shelby, please? That was fucking hilarious. I, I'm trying to paint a word picture. Um, but yeah, that is what Black sees. Okay. Um, but he doesn't see any um, any coffin down there at the bottom. He just sees nope. rotting stuff. Yes, he just sees rotting things. I need a Constitution saving throw for Black. Um, that'd be still a seven, though. Black is going to take uh, seventeen points of acid damage. Well, then Black is going to cast Protector real quick. Okay, that's got to be with people that you can see, right? Uh, I don't believe so. I think it's just in the area. Let me double check. Uh, yeah, but I think the area is like 10 feet. Yeah. I do think it's 10 feet. I'm underneath the boat. It sounded very Canadian of you. If I'm if I'm underneath the boat and I know that like Chan and Twiggly's little feetsies are right there. <laughs> you don't. I don't know that. Are they within 10 feet of me? 
Uh, I will get, I will let you take a peek behind the DM screen. No. Okay. Well, then, he's casting Protector on himself, which okay. ends up casting it on Chan, considering the whole item thing. Yep. Uh, 12. Uh, Twiggly, it is now your turn. I've used up a lot of my, like, fun, creative things I can do, so Twiggly's just gonna <laughs> take two swipes with the yogurt sword against this guy. All right. An 18 and a 19. An 18 and a 19. Both of those will hit. Sweet. All right. That's 45 damage between those two hits. He turns into a pile of sand. Hey, right, go, 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 go. Let's see if we can get down two levels this time. There is another hatch at the opposite side of this level. Uh, Twiggly hasn't used movement. He'll go open up the hatch and hop down. All right. As soon as you hop down, you immediately land on something soft. It is pitch dark in here, but the sound of buzzing flies is everywhere in this room. It, once again, smells horrible, as if something has been rotting in here for ages. Guys, I think I... I think we found the coffin. I think we found the the dead. The other thing that you notice in here, um, there is like floorboards and stuff like that. Um, but there is plenty of barrels and uh, like storage crates. You kind of come to assume that this area was like the storage area on his ship. Just like how we started in a storage area tied up and Twiggly mm-hmm. was standing on a crate. Mm-hmm. It's, we're standing on crates in a storage area on a boat, guys. <laughs> Chan, what do you do? Chan's going to cast haste on himself. And then Chan is going to... Chan's just going to book it downstairs and then he's immediately going to check and see if there's another level um, below uh, this. Make an investigation check. Uh, 17. 17. Um, under some of the crates and barrels, you can see that there is another hatch. Okay. John is going to open up said hatch. As soon as you open it up, there is Hackett, and he looks real upset with you. Um, John is going to misty step past him. Oh, okay. (laughs) And down there, you see... Standing in a small, solitary room at the very bottom of James Hackett's galleon is the coffin. Did you find it? Did you find it down there? Chan, where'd you go? (laughs) Chan, you poofed. Did you go into a different dimension again? Did you need alone time? Yeah, a little bit of alone time. This is getting a bit much for me. He... Can you suck it up, Chun? today's episode don't forget to follow us upon twitter and spread us around to your friends spread us like a fine butter upon a crusty piece of bread Ooh, i like the way you spread it